three times a day, we begin the tefillah of Shemayin Esrei, Lekei Avram, Lekei Yitzchak, Lekei Yaakov. We address HaKadosh Baruch Hu as the father of our holy Ovois, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. We invoke Zchus Ovois. We ask Hashem for Yeshua's and their Zchus. However, the question is, the Gemara says in Masech the Shabbos, Tamas Chus Ovois. The merits we have from our Ovois have been depleted. That account is used up. All the Zchusim have been consumed. So why do we mention the Ovois in our Tfilos? Says Toysvus, even though Tamas Chus Ovois, meaning that Chus Ovois is finished, their merits can't produce Yeshua's anymore. However, Bris Ovois Loi Tama, the Bris, the covenant that our Ovois had with their Boi Nishlonim is still intact. So what's the difference between Bris Ovois and Zchus Ovois? So Toysus explains, Zchus Ovois are all the merits, all the potential rewards our Ovois accumulated while they were here in this world. And we as their descendants, the Bnei Avram, Yitzchav, Yaakov, benefit from those merits despite the fact that we may not deserve it. So even though the Ovois loaded up that bank account, but over the years, we kept on making hefty withdrawals and we exhausted that account. That's schus Ovois. Bris Ovois is a pact, a covenant, a promise that Hashem made with our Ovois. Shakadish Baruch Oisa Laman Barach. Hashem gave His word, His name. He assured the Ovois, your children, no matter how far they stray, I will never abandon them. I will never forsake them. That's Bris Ovois. I'll give you a parable. A father is laying on his deathbed and gathers all of his children and he tells them, I have a bank account in Zurich that contains $50 million. And I also have a tremendous real estate portfolio with high-rise buildings in Israel and Manhattan and London and other areas around the world that produces an income of $5 million a month. So over the years, the children exhausted the Swiss bank account. That's schus Ovois. But the real estate holdings keep on providing them a hefty income on a monthly basis that can never be depleted. And that's bris Ovois. And that's why we conclude the first bracha of Shemayin Esrei, Laman Shemoi Ba'ahava. Because we are not asking for Hashem's help under the rubric of Schos Ovois, because that account has a zero balance. But rather because of the promise of Shemoi, Hashem's name, Laman Shemoi Ba'ahava, His word, the bris, the promise He made to our Ovois. In the Toichich that we read on Shabbos, the Torah says, even after Klal Yisrael were not doing Ratzon Hashem, the Pasuk says, V'zecharti es brisi Yaakov, v'es brisi Yitzchak, v'af es brisi Avram Eskar. Hashem will always remember the bris He made with our Ovois, because bris Ovois never ceased. I saw a beautiful reference to this concept in another Pasuk in Parshas B'chukosai. Hashem promises us, V'av kam zois lo ma'astim lo ga'altim. Despite all the indiscretions of Kal Yisrael, I will not despise them, nor will I reject them. Lahafe berisi itam, breaking my covenant. The acronym of Zois is Zchus Ovois Tama. Va'avgam Zois, despite the fact of Zois, Zchus Ovois Tama, Zchus Ovois has been depleted. I will still not despise you or reject you. Why? Because I made a bris with the Ovois, and I will never nullify that bris. The bris Ovois that I made with Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. We live life with the belief of bris Ovois Loitama. Hashem will never forsake us, no matter how difficult things get. We know He will never abandon us. 
the person that most embodied this idea of bris oves loitama, was the holy Tanner Abakiva. Despite all the adversity and all the hardships, he never gave up. There's a fascinating Amaram Mesechtes Menachas. B'shosha Allah Moshe Lamaram. When Moshe Rabbeinu ascended up to Shemaim to accept the Torah, he found the Kaddish Baruch Hu sitting and tying crowns onto the letters of the Torah. He was putting the finishing touches on the Torah. Moshe said, Rabbeinu Shalom, why are these crowns necessary? Amar Lai Hashem said to Moshe, Adam Echad Yesh. There's a man who is destined to be born and his name is Akiva. Sha'asad Lidrash. And he will derive Al-Kol Koitz from each and every spike of these crowns Tillin Tillin Sha'alachas. Mounds upon mounds of Alachas. It is for his sake that I'm adding these crowns to the letters of the Torah. I once heard an unbelievable idea on this Gemara. As we know, Rabbi Akiva encountered many obstacles, many difficulties in his life. But he never let it get him down. He was always optimistic. The literal interpretation of the word koitz is a thorn. I'll call koitz v'koitz. Anytime Rabbi Akiva had encountered a thorn in his life, difficulties and hardships, he used that koitz as motivation to derive tillin tillin shalalachas. He used adversity as a tool to elevate himself even higher, to become an even greater Talmud Chacham. He used the difficulties he encountered as an impetus to grow and steig and become an even greater tzaddik, to become even more righteous. When Rabbi Kiva was 40 years old and he didn't know how to read the Aleph base and everyone gave up hope on him, he wasn't deterred. He went to Cheder and sat with five-year-old boys in kindergarten to learn Kometz Aleph Ah. When he got married and his shver would not support him and he was forced to live in abject poverty, that didn't hold him back from learning for 24 consecutive years. When all of his 24,000 students perished, he didn't throw in the towel. He used that calamity to start a new yeshiva. I'll call koitz v'koitz. For every thorn thrown his way, tillin tillin shalalachas. Rabbi Kivi used the vicissitudes of life to grow even greater in Torah. The person who most emulated the Midas of Rabbi Kiva was Reb Nassim Tzvi Finkel. When he took over the reins of the Mary Shiva in 1990, he had already been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Many wondered how he could carry the burden. Yet, under his leadership, the 1,000 student yeshiva expanded rapidly. New buildings were built. Today, over 6,000 Bacharim learn in the Mary Shiva, making it the largest yeshiva in the world, perhaps the largest ever. Reb Nassim Svi once said, Even when I lie down, I can't rest because of all the shaking and the trembling. So I think of ways to be Marbet's Torah. I'll call Koitz v'Koitz. He took a chapter out of Rebbe Kiva's book. He used his hardships as motivation to spread even more Torah. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.